This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Well, we are so happy to welcome Jim Wexel from Steel City Insider and author of the great book, The Book of All Things Palomalu, which is just, it's still on my nightstand. It's a great reference to Just pick it up. Little, little things, you know, you pick up out of it. and I, lo- I love it, you know. I got that book, and then I happened to be watching TV, and they started showing, like, some of the highlights of Troy Palomalu one time. And it's like, you need this to remember just how awesome that dude was. I mean, sometimes you forget because, you know, and the way, you know, the next open up the next box of uh, players and stuff like that. Uh, but this guy, Troy, his what he did was timeless, Wex. Yeah, uh, I was just talking to Master Teague, which you you mentioned him to me in the break, um, because I, I mean we watched him run, we watched him run in practice, right? And uh, we we watched him run in the game. We we saw the officials give him a bad spot and bring up the fourth and one on which True. Pickett got sacked, which yep. never should have happened because it was a bad spot. The master should have gotten the ball anyway on fourth and one. I would. He think was so. chewing it up. He's a beast. So I had to talk to the master, right? <laughs> and uh, I asked him, uh, he said the Steelers were his favorite uh, team growing up in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Okay. And I asked him who was his favorite player. Can you guess? The segue here is from Troy Polamalu. Oh! You know wow. what? Masterful, masterfully, he <laughs> takes us there, and, and as usual, I'm stumped. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I quickly gave you the answer. Thank yeah. you. And, that uh, was, would have been so an awkward silence. W- very wide. <laughs> I asked the master, growing up in Tennessee, what was his favorite play? And uh, do, do you remember Troy's great play against Tennessee? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Leaping when over he, the line. The uh, leaping uh, over the line. Yeah, exactly. That was the, or I, I believe that Chris- was his first. Yeah, that was the first of many. Yes. But right. That, but that was the one where actually it ended up like being still called a sack on, on a quarterback uh Sneak. sneak. Quarterback sneak. Yeah, it was a quarterback sneak, and he got a sack for it right. when it was technically a run play. Right. Which, I mean, we would have loved for TJ to have gotten a sack on an actual pass play that they said looked like a run. So, anyways. But well, yes. I, I told Master that, uh, did you know, I mean, he wrote right into my wheelhouse, the yeah. Master hasn't bought the book yet. I mean, <laughs> after I got done talking to him, he has to. He's got one out, orders out for his entire family. Yeah. But uh, uh, he said, uh, I said, you know, Troy always considered himself a running back. He thought he was a better running back than safety, uh, and uh, he was always in Cowher's ear for the ball. <laughs> and we know that one, the, the film from the Super Bowl, yeah. when they were reviewing Ben Sneak. And Troy's in Cowher's ear. Give me the ball. I'll, I'll go right over there. Give, give, give me the ball. Oh, we, we talked about it. this last yeah, week. Yeah, we did. Because yeah. that led to Troy being in victory yeah, formation. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so the master uh, was not surprised. He said, I've seen his returns. And, yes, he probably should have been a running back. That's uh, really cool. So, anyway, that's my Troy's story about the master. of tying those two together. But uh, I would like to see more of the master. And, of course, after the interview, he injured his ankle and he was out yes. yesterday. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm, sorry I, I'm sorry I lowered the boom on the poor lad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you noticed anybody else that kind of caught your eye amongst the unknowns? You know, uh, well, you guys were talking about Mark Robinson, of course, yes. uh, and um, and and you know the running back, the master, uh, man, I, I 
Jaylen I said, Warren. what's your no? Oh, well, Jalen Warren right. is now. He's, he, he is no longer one of those camp surprises. No. He might be the starting running back if they trade Najee for an inside linebacker. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, do we have a hot tip here? Hot take. <laughs> so, uh, um, oh, Jalen Warren, geez, you know, he's carrying around the ball like in the program. You know, he's he's – He's got a new baby. The coach told him, the running back's coach oh, said, okay, I, I want you, you to yeah. hold this thing. I want like you're treating your, your baby. And he has a baby, and now he has a football baby. And he, he said if, uh, you know, if he's seen anywhere without it, whether it's a Walmart, a meeting, lunch, he's fined. You know, just like a high school thing. <laughs> and, uh, man, he was holding – he was interviewing with Ray Fittipaldo. He was holding that thing tight because I was – you know, I was thinking I could get some of that fine money. Yeah. I'd knock this thing out of his hands right bunch, now. Right here, right now. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, if that's baby, baby – you don't no want way. child abuse being li- – li- li- <laughs> <laughs> Hey, stop. Leave my baby alone. <laughs> oh, no, police. <laughs> the, the two things I really liked about Jalen Warren, I mean, we've seen all of the stuff he's doing well. But but in the game, the dive for the pylon, the Heath Miller dive for the pylon, if you remember, yeah. he yeah. was ruled out of bounds. Right. And then, of course, the touchdown where he put it, reached over. He knew where he was, yeah. where he was not. He and was, he was lying on top of a body. He knew he was still alive. Yes. That, that just instinct. I mean, it took me longer to explain that than it did for him to do it. I mean, that he just has the instincts. And I love the dive for the pylon. Showed a lot of hunger, a lot of instinct. Um, so he has a real nose for the goal line. Yeah. I like a lot of things about him, but he did fumble, therefore carrying the ball around that, the camp. Yeah, that's <laughs> a loaf of bread. That, and that's something that is, you know, we've, we've talked about it. That's going to get you noticed in a bad way, you know, because Mike does not. That just irritates Mike to know. Well, fumbling, it, he's not the only coach that feels right. that way about fumbling. Right. There's a couple Chuck others. Was, Chuck was very similar, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, man, Chuck would just rip you. But anyhow. But Miles Boykin recovered the fumble, and Miles yes. made a couple tackles on special teams. He he's did. a gunner. What's a big gunner? I kind of like that. Big gunner and on the kickoff. Yeah. You know, and he caught two passes. Yeah. You know, he's, he's shown some good wide receiver capabilities and the fact that he can be, uh, I think, a, a pretty – significant contributor to special teams exactly i mean uh, i think he's in a, i don't think he's well anthony miller's injured now right i don't think he's battling say gunner olszewski for a roster spot i think he's battling justin lane and james pierre the two other gunners to play cornerback so uh that's an interesting gunner he's what six four or something six, like four, that yeah. 238 I believe. yeah about two yeah in the 230s yeah yeah um uh, and the master, we talked about him. I, I, I was very curious as why he ran a four 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 at his pro day and twenty seven reps on the bench. So he's big and Man, strong and fast. Yeah, impressive. He he got a scholarship to Ohio State because he ran under a four four. That's what the story read. Okay. Urban Meyer gave him a scholarship when he went under four four at a camp. So when he was lighter. He's got that kind of Willie Parker speed, and we saw his power. He was a backup at Ohio State. There were some nagging injuries, and already a nagging injury. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I asked uh, uh, I asked some people, and they said there's no real reason why he wasn't drafted and why he was available in August. Hmm. You know, he was cut in three days by the Bears. 
three days. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now we saw the natural running skills. Yeah. He's a a scholar, all scholar. He was uh, all uh, scholar athlete all four years at Ohio State. Like me, huh? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He's a, he, I'm sure he's on their wall, too. I'm sure he's looking at your job, too, if he doesn't make the club. Scholar athlete. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, first of fan. all, he, you know, it's a double no, no, uh, double uh, non-go. I mean, uh, first of all, you're talking about scholar and then an athlete. Yes. Kind, of did, kind of missed on both. <laughs> I can't. But I, I asked him what his knock was. He said, I don't know, man. He goes, this, you know, this is where, this is where God – Planted me, right? And I, he goes, I've always been a Steelers fan, so here I am. Beautiful. And uh, so that's another guy. Who else are we looking at? You know, Chris Steele did some things in practice that interest me the other day. The oh, really? corner, uh, the undrafted yeah. corner. So I'm looking forward to seeing him in the game a little bit. What's your take on Stephen Sims? I let, here's the <laughs> thing. Besides the two thirty eights, right? He had the jet sweep for thirty eight, the punt return for thirty eight. Yeah. But I saw him engage in some blocking schemes, schematics. Well, hey, the guy got his grill in somebody else's grill. He he joyfully and and forcefully joined in block. He's no wallflower when it comes to a little bit of physicality there. And, and you know, people are saying, "Well, it was a preseason game, first preseason game." That speed was real. That w- that we saw yeah. in both the punt return and the run. And, you know, you look at his resume. He has a 61-yard run for a touchdown. He has a long catch for a touchdown. He has a long kickoff return, 90-some yards kickoff return. Mm. He did all this in Washington. And then he, he uh, in 2020, he had like four fumbles, lost two. So he has a bit of a rep for being a fumbler, which we haven't seen yet. You know, one bad year. You know how that could, Ray Ray McLeod had a rep for being a fumbler. Right. So uh, that guy showed a lot, and it reminds me. I want to see Gunner now return punts, and they, you know, Danny Smith has has been going around saying he's the most fearless punt returner he's ever seen in in the league. He was an All Pro punt returner in two, 2019, probably beat out Stephen Sims for that. <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. when he was with New England. So there's a, there's some punt returners here. And, uh, you know, we haven't seen the 4-3 kid from uh, Memphis, the rookie, Calvin Austin. He'll probably be out another month with the foot. Oh, so really? that has opened the door for Sims, I believe. Uh, Sims got a ch- has a chance now. But, you know, they have Gunner to return kicks too. So they, they have some return men. No, absolutely. And, and, that, that's, and so we were talking about earlier was talking about how do you fill out this roster? Like what differentiates you from the rest of the competition? These are the type of things we talk about, special teams, you know. But I think one of the other things that's just interesting to me is, like you said, secondary, like Chris Steele, because you have Chris Steele in there, you have Justin Lane, you have James Pierre, all kind of in that muddy area because you know that it's going to be Akela Willispoon, you know it's going to be Levi Wallace, Arthur Millette, and then Cam Sutton. How do you fill out those other two to three kind of filler spots? And then you still got DeMonte Casey, Donovan Steiner, and Trey Norwood. You know, this secondary is one of the things. What what have you seen from the secondary? Who are some of the guys that, you know, have actually, you know, outside of Chris Steele, who we said you're interested to see, but those safeties, that's the other one I, I, I kind of – I have a thing. Now, Carl Joseph getting injured opened the way for more guys to have an yes. opportunity. But what do you see from that safety position? Because I think that's another one that's hotly contested. I see Casey. I mean, I see that I might want to start him next to Minka. And that's what I wrote after the game because he again played well. He played well in camp 
uh, filling in for Minka free safety. Yeah. And I know he has a history of playing strong safety. I asked him, I said, how do you do that at 174? It was uh, The Steelers list him at 180, 181, but 174, he's been a strong safety in filling in. He was like, I got a lot of dog in me, man. I said, oh, well, I didn't know you were sorry, part sorry, dog. Sorry, I, I, didn't, I didn't get the x-rays. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, you know, this is a – but he's a trained free safety. And the fact that he's played strong safety tells you he can do both, right? Yeah. And he's a ball, been a ball hawk in college, and he's an interceptor, which we haven't seen from Terrell Edmonds. As much as I like Terrell and how physical he is – this guy is 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 good, yeah. and, and and this might free Mink up to do Troy things. I think the coaching staff will never admit to us when no. we, but they want Minka doing different things like that. The, the ability to go do, I mean, he's still a free safety, but he has strong safety skills, cornerback skills, linebacker skills. Yeah. Uh, so that would free him up to have a legit free safety back there, and that's what I'm look. That's what I like about Casey. That's interesting yeah. that you bring that up, and a very poignant point there, Jim, is the fact you, you know the takeaway total for the Steelers the last three years has been 38, 27, and 22 over the last three years. You know, 38 three years ago, 27 and 20. The takeaways have been diminished, and a lot of people are looking at Minka and saying. You know, well, uh, his his contributions have, have gone down a little bit, you know, from five interceptions to four and then, you know, so forth, dropping down to a couple. Um, and, 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 you know, uh, I know Terrell Austin it was just talking about the fact he wanted to cut uh, Mika loose more, be able to be that guy, get more out of the, the turnovers. And, and Mike was also saying, but you know what, uh, you know, we're not unhappy with his production. You know, I mean, it's funny how they're talking about all this stuff, and and I'm I'm sitting there going, yeah. Number one is you got to stop the run, and Minka as a free safety, where he, if he's so much, remember he had a, what 109 tackles last year? Yeah, I mean, 120 the year before. Okay, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's maybe it's 120. I can't remember because you know, I it's two years twice. in a row. Yeah. Free safeties aren't supposed you can't, to do that. No, you can't do that, no. and that does not free you up to do the <laughs> things that free safeties normally right. do. You know. Yeah. Well, you you noticed uh, this week, uh, of course, they read my article and thought, of you course. know, well, maybe we ought to listen to Wexel and get the <laughs> Casey out there. There's a, a three safety look, uh, yes. you know, uh, Terrell, uh, to quarters. start. Yep. Is that what they're calling it, the quarters? Well, I, it, it's a nickel. It's a, it's a 5 DB they thing. They can do it in, in nickel yeah. or dime. It's, it's yeah. simply the personnel you put out there. Well, and Terrell Edmonds is down in the slot, more yep. of a linebacker type because with that size. Yep. And so Casey and Minka are, are in the back, and, uh, you know, they're like, Isn't that interesting don't ever now? tell Wexel we write his stuff. <laughs> that's, what, that's, what, that's what the word was. <laughs> don't look at him. He won't know. <laughs> but, you know, that three-safety look is interesting, yes. you know, because – when you're when you're doing that, you're you're essentially going with a little bigger nickel. If you know, say we got nickel personnel, you go right. that three safety. But you have somebody like Terrell, who operates so well in the box, you know. And again, I, I people have heard me say it over and over. As I tell Terrell over and over, get yourself Omaha steaks and get yourself a barbell and manhole covers. Squat big and eat big, man, because. I think he would be sensational in the box. Yeah, and then we wouldn't have to trade Najee. <laughs> <laughs> Another hot tip. Of course, that's from Jim Wexel. Oh, oh, only Wex is saying that. That's, just, just that's, that's his opinion. <laughs> that's his opinion. 
We want Najee here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, just joking. But uh, but Wax. No, we, you're not. We, we, we like yeah. Jalen Warren, and uh, you know the master Tiggs already. He's got a spot in a backup position, and they're going to be giving him a ball next week to carry around like a baby. More hot tips than you know what to do with around here. Yeah. Well, hey, but I, I don't want to diminish Anthony McFarland. I mean, no. we're just kind of yeah, skipping no. over it. If the, he fi- he was finally terrific. looked like the guy that they expected when they drafted him out of Maryland, the guy that tortured Ohio State. Yes. You know, uh, if you remember, he went over 250 yards against, I, I believe they were, that was their national championship. Yeah, that was their title uh, team. Contending season, yeah. Yeah, yeah there was, and, and I think that that's one of the things where you look at that room being so hotly contested of all of them just because – you know there's only one role because Najee has the first role. You're like, okay, we got, we got to have a number two back. And, yeah, it's a, it's a luxury to have that third receiving back type that can be a really – but it's it's two. It's two, especially with what Najee had last it's year. It's two, and yeah. especially when you've got an extra tight end, Connor Hayward, that can fill in as an emergency tailback. you got Derek Watt as your fullback. You probably don't want to get rid of him. I, I know fans are like, when are you ever going to play this guy? But but I, I do believe he's a valuable piece and can be used. So how many more spots are there at running back? Absolutely. Some it's hungry interesting. people. Before we go, we got to go break in sensational uh, segment here, Jim. Just good stuff. Thanks. Uh, what about um, who do you want to see this weekend? What one guy? Give me one guy, one name that you want to see. Uh, you know, Take I'm a with. Good look at. I, 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 I'm with you on Ogan Joby. Yeah. I I, I I know. I'm I'm stealing your guy. Not at all. No. Who, who doesn't want to see this guy? Who doesn't want right. to see the defensive all three tackle? All of us, I think, could it's agree. It's great that, that uh, Alou Alou's back. It's great, but we've right. seen him. Okay. Yeah, we know. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Plus, you want to save that knee, you, you know. Yeah. But let's see the new guy. Let's see Ogan Joby. I'm with you. Absolutely. On that. I'm kind of excited about it. Just watching him yesterday, though, doing some of his one on one stuff. That dude is thick. Oh, man, he's thick and he's powerful. It'll be interesting. Okay, we got to go to break. We'll be back with more. Thank you, Jim Wexel. Appreciate you so much. Steel City Insider. Get his stuff as soon as you can. We'll be back after this. Thanks, boys. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We are at training camp. It's Wolf, Starks, and the Ninjas. Max is getting his yawns out because he's been traveling all night, but he got here because he's dedicated. He is one of those guys that, uh, you know, have a microphone, will travel. That's right. You know, and you did all the way up from Phoenix last night. Came in on the red eye. I'm surprised you didn't fly into Latrobe Airport here. Yeah, about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how, about, how, about, how about that? Yeah, yeah, it looks great. Yeah, no, no. sure. No, no. I see the, I see the, yeah, the spirit plane flying and in yeah, and out. I'm, yeah. what, I'm, not a, I'm, not, I'm not a spirit guy. I'm oh, okay. Uh, All right. Where's I, your spirit? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is not with Spirit Airlines. I can tell you that much. <laughs> All right. I guess you, you're off their Christmas card list. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm good. It's a big yellow one anyways. You can see it from coming from a mile away. Okay. <laughs> so now, this week, one of the things that um, you, you start to take a look at is that somebody's got to start to make traction uh, in those and-or battles. You know what I mean? You know, we talk about Robert Spillane and or Devin Bush at that inside linebacker. We're talking Kevin Dotson and or that would be um, Kendrick Green. Green at that guard position. You know, those sorts of things at those and or positions. What do you think about that? 
I think you're right. And the other one was what? The Akello Witherspoon Levi Wallace. Yes, that would be the third and or. That's the third and or. You know, I was I have it right there, and I was just about to, you know, and then you just, just shot it. Once again, you know, I, I, you know, I think Jacob already talked about this in the in the open of the show. Right. I didn't see the bookmark for it. So oh, okay. I, so I, I blame you for not putting a subheader. That's true. <laughs> no subheader there. No subheader. But uh but I, th- I think th- this is this is where you start. This is where you have to separate. Week two is a separation. Or I'm sorry, preseason game two, which would usually be that two to three back in back in our day when we had four. That's that that's the line of demarcation where it's like now I need to separate. Correct. I must pull away. Like it's it's one thing to keep the pace early, right? You got to keep pace with everybody because you right. don't know how much energy you're going to spend. So you have the rabbit out there. Now I need to go ahead and say, you know what, the finish line is coming up, and I don't want to be the odd man out. So now this is where I expect this Jacksonville game. I think it should be the game where it differentiates the starters from from the from the guys behind. Okay. Yeah, you know, I won't call them backups because everybody's a starter and waiting. Injuries happen sure. at all times. Right. Right. So I want to see Levi Wallace separate himself from Akella Witherspoon. I want to see. Robert Splain or Devin Bush set themselves aside. Devin Bush is one. He had some nice plays, and then he had some out-of-place plays where it was like, what are you doing? A couple of times where he just kind of got stuck in the tracks. Yeah. Yeah, running back put a move on him and, and got away. That, that That's your elite skill set. That's what makes people jump up and draft picks because that's you have That's why you did. Yeah, that's that, why, that's why we did, did that yes. was to see you not be the guy standing still. <laughs> see you the guy being able to react and get shot out of a cannon and take and make the tackle. So those are the ones now. Dotson and Green is probably the most interesting of those three because Kevin Dotson's battling injury. He was held out because of his ankle. Correct. He's now back in practice. So he has not performed yet in the game like setting, but he also has the skills to actually be the starter. And has been the starter. And we've at one seen point. it. We've seen it. Yeah. So I don't know if it's a mental thing, but you know, Kendrick acquitted himself well for his first time being in the role of the left guard yes. at the pro level. Yes. You know, he's done it in college. But this is the contest where when you're talking about the hits, the quarterback pressures, the sacks, Kevin Dawson could help alleviate some of that if if he's healthy. And locked in. Two days ago, he went against uh, the the Davis twins, uh, both Carlos and Khalil. He two days ago he went against Marvin Liel, and also Isaiah Laudermilk, and basically stuffed all four of them. Clean sweep, so, brought yeah. out the brooms. So then you know, yesterday Mike Tomlin came over, and it's obvious Mike is is pushing Kevin. You know, he's pushing the buttons. You know, he's he's giving he's creating those matchups that he wants to see, which are extremely rugged and durable. And, you know, Kevin keeps, you know, acquitting himself pretty darn well. You know, you see the skill set. He is powerful. He's strong. Pass protection. He'll set low. He can stuff a bull rush. Now, he had a couple. He wasn't quite as good yesterday as he was the day before. But, again, his his total quantity of work was noteworthy, noteworthy and telling about what he's doing. You know, I – I look at this guy, and he's so strong and so capable in both pass protection and run blocking. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see. I, I get the sense that Mike is really, 
really trying to push his buttons, though, and get them going. Well, I think sometimes, you know, you have you, – Not you that ha- Mike – well, who's not going to push buttons on him? Yeah, uh, why, why would he do why, that? Why would he do – no. What head coach pushes buttons <laughs> of a player? Never. Let me just tell you about Chuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you about Cower and Tom. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you, 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 hey, you which go. is funny – that's I'll, the only last I'll, three I'll coaches assisted on. I'll meet your Chuck, and I'll raise you a Tomlin. <laughs> and, I, and, and I got a chin in reserve yeah. <laughs> from Coward. <laughs> but I, I, I think one of the biggest things is that you have to be able to know how to motivate your players. You have to be able to know what gets them going. But also, you don't put things on people that you don't have an expectation for right That's a good point and i think because he knows what kevin can do he's seen it but it's i need you to show it consistently you know it's about where's your heart at in these moments you know i could see you're getting down on yourself get over getting over yourself right, right you know right i think you need to just you come can't out. stay in that square space long no you you've got to unleash like do you understand the severity of this situation like like I need to see time is of the essence. You've lost a lot of days by being hurt or injured, yes. however you want to quantify it. Right. Now that you're healthy, guess what? This battle's still here. And right now, you've lost a lot of ground. So I'm now going to give you a chance to play catch-up. I'm going to give you a little extra credit. Four straight pass rushes in a row, back-to-back days. Yes. Get the extra points to get back into this race. Because right now, your grade is not good enough. It's not as good as the other guy's grade. And I'm trying to give you some little bolstering points. And I think if he wasn't that good of a guard, this wouldn't be a question. Or you would just say, I right, let him be because we're going to cut him eventually. But no, he has potential. He has a skill set that desired them to draft him out of Louisiana Lafayette. A reason why he started last year and why he's been a guy that's considered a valuable piece of this offense, especially on the offensive line, but he's not living up to it right now. And he's letting injuries set him back mentally. And, you know, Mike Thomas trying to break those chains. Well, he's he's doing a good job of pressing the buttons, I'll say that. You know, yeah. and, and I, I think that's great for Kevin because Kevin obviously has that talent. And sometimes, you know, it, it takes a little bit of extra for some people to get in there and, and, and kind of, you know, ruffle the, the feathers a little bit and get them going. And Kevin is obviously a guy who is multi, multiply talented and, in, in uh, so many ways as an offensive lineman. But it also at times it seems like he, he, he seems to disappear, you know. And so that's something I think greatness is within his ability to grasp uh, out there. You know what I mean? He can grasp and be that sort of guy. But you got to see it. And it starts with, again, being available, being the best ability, and being, being able to show that production. And now the increase in production, because what was good for his first couple of years is not going to be the, 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 the template that you want to go with. You want to see what he, he's capable of doing. And by golly, you know, his upside is still really good. Growth. Yeah. That, that's what we want to see. Yeah. We need to see growth from Kevin Dotson. You know, it, it's just like a pitcher that only has one pitch. That's great. You could throw a fastball. It's 99 miles an hour. But guess what? Guys are going to figure you out if you don't have a changeup or True. if you don't have a knuckleball. You've got to show growth. You've got to show variability and flexibility within your skill set. And I think that's what we're waiting for, Kevin. We, we, we know the potential, but can he realize his own potential 
and can he can he do it in a sense before as he, you're ducking a uh, what no is that's a, a b. b that's okay, a b yeah <laughs> it looked me eye to eye it, okay. it actually made contact with with my face um <laughs> but uh but no i i think that's what we want we need to see you realize it. if you can't guess what it's gonna be one of those things as ba used to say when he was he's right. like that would be Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians, yes. Uh, BA, you know, said, "Hey, I don't want y'all. I don't want. I don't want to see y'all years from now sitting at a bar talking about man. I, I would have made the team had I just been able to do this. And it, and no. at the time, the reference was count to three. Mm-hmm. Like, dang, I'd be a professional football player if I could count, <laughs> count to three. three. <laughs> Meaning, because guys were jumping off sides on the hard counts. But I would hate to see you sitting at a bar one day saying, man, I wish I would have taken advantage of this.'" If I only realized what what I had to offer, and actually put it out there, as opposed to saving it or not trusting it, sometimes you just got to unleash it and just let 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 the chips fall where they may. At the end of it, black out if you have to, <laughs> you know. Right, right. <laughs> Go out there, unleash pain, unleash a physicality that you're capable of, and for Mike Tomlin, make sure that he says whoa instead of sick him. And right now he's saying sick him to. Uh, He's to Kevin Dotson. Yes, hey, yes, no he is. doubt about it. You're, you're exactly correct in that. You know, looking at that battle uh, going on right now, I up until uh, th- this this past week, I, I really thought, you know, prior to the game, that uh, you saw a nice 50-50, both guys. And Kendrick, I thought he acquitted himself well uh, in, the, in his first game at, at guard. But, again, knowing that Kevin Dotson and, and remembering what he's done and put on tape, Right, I hate to say it, but you 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 almost go got to go with you know the the advantage lies with Kevin if he can stay healthy, you know what I mean? That's really yeah. where it's at. But that's the that's that's, but the, that's that's the equalizer. That's the equalizer. That's what puts Kendrick in this conversation. That's exactly so. He's more durable now. Yet there's a liability there at points, right? Because you still have to get up to speed of playing left guard in the NFL. It's one thing to play it at the University of Illinois. It's a different thing to play it for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right. And so he's gaining those very meaningful reps, but it's still it's behind where Kevin is already at. And the more Kevin does not practice, the more Kevin does not realize that potential, the more ground Kendrick Green's going to make on him. And I think that's where you want to – if you have a decided advantage, you want to keep said advantage. And right now, he's giving away that advantage. Well, one advantage we're not giving away is we'll, we'll be back after this. Nope. <laughs> Let's take a break. <laughs> we'll come back. We're going to talk a little bit more of the Andor battles. we got Levi Wallace. we got Akella Witherspoon. And we have Devin Bush and Robert Splane. More here in the locker room. Wolf starts in the Ninjas. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. All right, we're going to hook it up strong here with our final segment at training camp right here today. And one of the great things about being up here at training camp, Max, we're sitting here, we meet a dude, right, Steelers fan from New Jersey with his son. They're, they're here, right? And, and and we start talking chicken wings and all this sort of – and I, I start thinking of none other than the great Casey Hampton because yes. I know Casey was a just a prolific chicken wing eater. He, 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 was, he was a prolific chicken wing consumer, and I will tell you this. <laughs> consumer, yes. Yes. I mean, I mean he, he, pro- he probably could be nicknamed Tyson, or you could just rename it Hamptons. Hampton's Hampton, chicken, chicken wings. Yeah, okay. yeah, I mean, listen, the first, so the first time I ever went out with, with Casey – Okay. 
you know, as a rookie, I'm like, hey, Big Hamp, hey, wh- where you going, man? You know, I, you know, I want, I want sure. to hang out. I'm a young guy. Right. I'm a rookie. I'm like, I knew Casey Hampton was a guy who, you know. Who and you knew he was an eater. And I knew that if I follow Casey, I would follow him to good food. Oh, you're true. So he's like, man, just meet me up the street from, from your place, um, a place called Arts. Arts? So we go to Arts on Penn Ave. Okay. And, and, and uh, I walk in there, little tiny, small bar. I mean, like the bar I feel like takes up like 80% of the, of the okay. real estate in there. All right. But there's like one table and chair that's like by this window in the okay. back left corner, and there's Casey. Wow. With a humongous basket of wings. Now, Arts Wings, I will say this, some of the best wings I've had. I still, no kidding. I still enjoy their wings. Um, Was it yeah. buffalo? Buffalo no, wings? No, it's, it, they're not buffalo. They're more of a dry okay, rub, dry type, rub. Okay. type of style. But Casey had this basket, and you, I wasn't even sure because it was so packed <laughs> that they were chicken wings. Because he, it felt like he was eating them like French fries, like one finger, <laughs> right, and then boom, put well, it down. You've got to have the yeah. the, the little twist I, at I mean, the end. That's he, how you... he has the perfect technique. You know how you, you see like the cartoon lion, and like they have like this crazy looking drumstick, and they put it in their mouth and just Correct. pull out the bone and then right. just throw it to the side. That's what Casey was doing with these chicken wings. Wow. It was it it's impressive. Was, I mean, um, he could put a master class together of the type of chicken wings. Eating, you know, versus flats versus drums. Yep. There's a technique. Obviously, when you have the two bones in the flat, sure, he does like this little twist. Yep, pull and almost makes it like a lollipop. I mean, it's sensational. It's, trem- it's tremendous uh, skill. You talk about zero technique at nose tackle, yes. having tremendous skill there. But when you're doing it and applying it to chicken wings, oh, I mean, undefeated. I I, I would put Casey Hampton's chicken weeding. Uh, up up against any of the greats that might be considered chicken wing eaters, uh, but yeah, Casey was definitely hands down our our team's I would say number one guy. Wow, that's impressive. All right, we've been talking camp battles and you know who's going to take the and or. Uh, we know that Casey won the and or battle in chicken wings. What we've been talking also Kevin Dotson and Kendrick Green and so forth and Kella Witherspoon and Levi Wallace, but. You know, the, one of the battles that is really going to be important is going to be Devin Bush, Robert Spillane, and or the possibility that they're going to play a little more three safety in certain defenses, you know, which maybe maybe that's the answer to what they're looking for at some of the run-stopping problems that they're having up front. Well, I, I think you have to stay versatile, right? You have to stay in a position where you can present a confusion to a defense. Right. And I would love to see some of the three safety stuff because, I, I, like, I think all the reasons like you you detail out there, Terrell Edmonds has a knack if he puts on a little bit more weight to be a linebacker s type of guy, a dollar backer, so to speak, right, right. in sub situations. Um, you know, and when you have these different corners and secondary guys, it's who can fit the role of what we're trying to do in the moment. You know, and Terrell Austin, that's what that's what he's charged with, right? Figuring out how can the secondary become an asset and how can I unleash some of the capabilities of some of my more gifted athletes. True. You know, i.e. TJ Watt, Cam Hayward, Minka Fitzpatrick, right? When you think of the three, and and how can I get them in a position where they can be their most successful, but also present the biggest headache and the pain in the butt for the opponent. And I think you have to look at three. You have to look at three safety. Look, you have to look at 
you know, if it's four corners and creating these different – because, like you said, you've seen guys do some different things. DeMonte Casey, as Wex was talking about, and his background and his versatility. But also you can't, you can't look past what Terrell Edmonds brings to the table. You can't look past what even a Mark Robinson could possibly do potentially in, in some situations if guys aren't filling out, right, because you have that Devin Bush-Robert Spillane type of battle going on. And I think it, 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 it's interesting that – we get to this point in the year. This, this, is, this is the point in camp where I, we want that separation as well. So this is also – we've oh. got to have it. So, you know, looking at Kello and looking at what Levi are up against, you know, do I think I – th- and I think that's more so because of, you know, the illness right. that Levi Wallace had because I think if he doesn't have that illness, I think it is Akello Witherspoon and Levi Wallace as corners. Right. And Cam is the guy that's kind of that – guy fighting Arthur Millette for the slot spot. So I think just by virtue of how that is, but I think after this week we'll have a lot more better understanding to see both of them on the field at the same time and also see how Cam fits in with a little bit of a flex role again. Because once again, we talked about versatility. Absolutely. Now, the one thing about is Devin Bush, you know, I worry about the guy. You know, I think there's so much there. And I know, you know, Pre-injury, post-injury, there's a difference. We saw that. But he's gotten back. I mean, you watch him run in some of the coverages, there's not a hitch in his get-along at all. I mean, he is just absolutely fine. We've just not seen him make the plays. We got Robert Spillane got about 20 plays, got three tackles or so. Uh, Devin got 15 plays or so, but he didn't didn't not, you know uh, get, get any tackles. Um, that's not something you want to see. I mean, we've got we's, he's got to start coming through and making some plays. And I think Jacksonville, he's, he's, he's really got to come up with some, some big plays. I don't say big plays. Make the plays coming to him. Just, just make plays that you're supposed to make, yes, right? that's the point. It, it's have the confidence and just do the job. I, I saw him a couple times, I mean, jump on the pile. Right. You know, or look like an assisted tackle, but they didn't they didn't register it in his favor. Right. So, I mean, there's ways where you see, but like I said, it's just that's a step late. Yeah. That's a, that's a tick too long. You've got to be able to just fire off. See it, do it, get it done. He has to do that in Jacksonville, or else it's going to be Miles Jack and Robert Spillane, and then we'll see if Devin Bush can be a backup, which you would hate to see that from your first rounder who had so much promise before his injury. All right, that's a wrap on today's, yeah, a little wrap on today's uh, extraordinary, uh, shall we say, a little uh, slide into training camp practices because as we go along here it's going to happen we got to get out of here because we got more coming up with i think wes and moats are here somewhere we have moats home all right we'll see we'll talk about we'll be back (laughs) sounds good for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.